Hello, Dr. Tori Robeson here, chiropractic practice success consultant, where I teach you how to go farther than you ever thought you could. You're listening to the Cairo Success Podcast. I'm optimistic, positive, and I'm really excited about the phenomenon called chiropractic. I want to reach people with my practice, my hands, and my words, and my strong intention for them that's positive, optimistic. They can sense my excitement. I want to build an exceptional life of being productive and prosperous, and of course, being generous while filled with love, fitness, health and fun. My purpose is to become smarter, more powerful, capable, driven, and superior in every way by increasing my awareness, knowledge, understanding, motivation, my hands-on skill, right hand, left hand, communication skill with patients, with team, with people, with myself, and mastering the art of exceptional living. Every single podcast causes you to naturally attract great new patients, causes you to get better with your systems and procedures so you have room for them, want to become more capable at motivating and persuading people, of course, be empowered to make smarter long-term decisions and be energized physically, mentally, and financially. We've introduced the topic of capacity blockages. I've got in front of me here a sheet, Capacity and Growth Blockage Quiz for high-performance, winner's-edge doctors and CAs who want to dominate in practice and in life. I've got a few I want to share with you. We'll let you be the consultant. First one. Chiropractor is stuck at 130 visits a week. Defends with passion her special technique that takes 10 minutes a person. She really wants to see 200 visits a week and collect more. She has one CA. They're in the office around 27 hours a week, 1,620 minutes. What's the blockage? What's the blockage? Chiropractor seeing 130 visits a week with one CA. Takes 10 minutes a person. The special technique requires 10 minutes a person. She wants to get to 200 visits a week. What's the holdup? What's the holdup? Now, I know it's fun to kick back and have Tori entertain you, but with these, you'll have to think. You'll have to use your mind versus just listen to me. Here we go again. The chiropractor is stuck at 130 visits a week. She's got to spend 10 minutes a person because of her special technique but really wants to grow to 200 visits a week. 
Got one CA working 27 hours a week. What is the blockage here? What is the main mathematical blockage that nothing can fix except for one thing? Let me share something with you. Grab a piece of paper here. I want you to be aware that if you're in the office for 1,620 minutes, right around half of that time is going to be gone for doing notes, walking around, going to the bathroom, emails, talking to team, phone calls, everything else. So this chiropractor really only has about 800 available minutes, maybe a little bit more if they're really pushing it. This person's got to spend 10 minutes a a patient. So that means this chiropractor can see 80 to about 100 visits a week. And that's exactly what we see. This office has not been able to get past 130 visits a week. And the reason why is because the treatment time is so long, there is no room for anybody else ever. This chiropractor could have 100 new ones a month, and it will not make any difference. Why? Because she can only see about five or six people in an hour. And everybody wants to come in at certain times in the morning and certain times of the afternoon. You grow to the level of how many people you can see during the busiest hours of the day. So this person here, their technique at taking 10 minutes a person will keep them at 100 visits a week for the rest of their life. Nothing will change it unless she works more days or decreases the time. Now watch. If the chiropractor wants to go to 200 visits a week, well, she's got 800 minutes, so she's got to go to 4 minutes a person. This is not hard. Well, actually doing it is hard. Getting someone to uh, take half of everything they do on every patient and eliminate it after that's what they've done for years, very, very hard. But there is no option if this person wants to serve more people. People want to argue with me. They don't want to believe it. They want to try to find some, can I just get a different brochure or hire another CA? Chiropractors naturally don't want to fix what needs to be fixed because the thing that needs to be fixed is hard. Listen carefully. Go after the stuff that's hard to do. Never seek the easy way. What's the hardest thing I need to do that'll cause the biggest change? I'll start doing that. Versus, can I just get a new business card? Let's take a look at the next one here. All right, consultants, listen carefully. Chiropractor has a new office with a great layout and all needed equipment. It's pretty much perfect. They're hovering around 100 visits a week and half for over a year with one really good CA. The doctor misses almost every event, despite the Winter's Edge teaching of reaching every event for sure until you're at the level you want and your preferred volume. What is the growth blockage here? The chiropractor has a perfect layout, all this equipment, a great CA, but they're stuck at 100 visits per week and have been for a year. 
you're right, it could be treatment time. In this particular case, the problem is a lack of training. The chiropractor has to learn how to see more people, has to get better with scripting and procedures and systems and patient control and patient management. They must learn how to become a two hundred visit a week chiropractor. They have everything. It's like a person that has a car that will go two hundred miles an hour, and they're driving around a hundred miles an hour all the time, going, "I just can't figure out how to go faster." All they have to do is push on the gas. This chiropractor needs to push on the gas. Mistrainings, weak scripting, not really getting out doing any marketing, not really meeting very many more new people. So we don't have the new ones to cause the lift to grow past the 100 visits a week. Next one. A DC couple practices together. Remember now in the Winter's Edge group, we have like 20 married couple chiropractic duos, like 21, maybe 22 or 23 now, actually. This chiropractic duo has 10 waiting room chairs. They got three adjusting tables in a semi-open room. One exam room, one x-ray machine. They have yet to hire a CA. With Winter's Edge, they've now hit 240 visits a week just working together as a team. They really want to keep going. What do they need to do to grow? What do they need for maximum capacity and volume? Well, clearly here they need to hire a CA. In fact, each doctor needs a CA. They need two CAs immediately, and even then, there will be times in the day they'll wish they had four CAs. So here we have two doctors, no CA. Very clear they need help. And, of course, there could be some upgrades in the layout and all of these other things. That was an easy one. A three-doctor office has five roller tables, 18 or so hot seats, one x-ray, and four CAs. They have not had a collection record in over two years. They think they want to add decompression to the office. What's your diagnosis of, of this clinic? Three chiropractors, 18 hot seats. See, really, three chiropractors would each need three roller tables. So they need nine roller tables. They only have five. Each chiropractor needs about 10 hot seats because 10 hot seats mean you can put seven, six or seven people in them because nobody wants to sit elbow to elbow with anybody else. So they really need 30 hot seats. and only have 18. They got one x-ray machine and they need three of them. They got four CAs and they need eight of them. Do you see what the problem is here? You have three doctors, not nearly enough equipment, not nearly enough space, not nearly enough team. 
So the three doctors have room for more, but the space doesn't have any more room, and the CAs can't see any more people. And they want to try to add more equipment? No chance. See, where's the, where's the equipment going to fit anyway? Next. Chiropractor starts early with Winter's Edge, follows the plan, is now is now is cranking around 450 visits a week. Money systems are all in place, debt is crushed, accumulation is well underway, has two good CAs, and as an ever-expanding high-performance person who always wants to grow, what's next? Great team, 450 visits a week. What's next? Student loans are gone, saving a bunch of money, on pace to have $20 million plus at retirement. What do they do now? What errors must be avoided that chiropractors like this fall victim to? The first error to avoid is starting to think you're special. It's called the monster cycle. You start to think you're awesome and arrogant, and then you don't need to learn anything more, and you disconnect from what got you to where you were mysteriously. And then all of a sudden you start to make mistakes, and you start to pay the price, and then you get hammered. Some people end up in prison because they become so arrogant. And then the chiropractor flatlines and gets beat up by life a little bit, and then they call me again. You never arrive anywhere. There's no time to think you're great or awesome. There's a long way to go. But really what's next for this chiropractor is refinement. It is about continuing to bring the fees up and simultaneously see if we can't bring the hours down. (coughs) Excuse me. How do we collect more but do it in less time? How do we see 450 visits a week but we do it in three days and collect more? So it isn't a matter of volume. We have volume under control. What we have to do now is because there's so much demand, keep bringing the fees up to match the demand. It's laws of economics. And of course, stay humble, stay cool, and redirect our attention outside the office toward lifestyle. What a good problem to have, huh? Here's one for you. chiropractor who graduated over 15 years ago goes through a divorce. He moves to a small town to practice. He cannot afford a computer or even a laptop, so he says he can't watch any of our videos. One of his kids gave him an old smartphone and he's trying to learn how to use it. He hasn't made the two-hour drive to any of our events because he lives close. Because he can't afford the gas and hotel. He's seen like 30 visits a week, collecting $4,000 a month, and has a part-time job as a butcher. What is the blockage? It's the blockage. What's the problem here, doctors? This is called a specific neurosis. This is a chiropractor who went through a divorce and has been so psychologically immobilized, they have become 
basically completely ineffective as a man. Emasculated. Zero state of deservingness. Like a, like a piece of toast that you left in the toaster for like nine minutes. It came out just burnt, black, smoking, and fried. That's like what's happening inside this person's brain. Now you sit there and go, oh, the divorce caused that. No, I would argue that that's what caused the divorce is that mindset of this chiropractor. And someone just got fed up with it and didn't want to live around it anymore. Can you help this person? You know what the real truth is? No. No. Try all you want. Some people are in such a state that they could, they could move in next door to me. They could hang out 10 feet from me. And a year from now, they'd still be a mess, and I will have broken all of my records. It's just too wired into their brain. It's too bad. And sure enough, years later, still doing the exact, still seeing 30 visits a week, collecting $4,000 a month. That's an extreme example. Actually, there's a lot of those out there, believe it or not. Check out this one. Chiropractor seeing over 400 visits a week, collecting $100,000 a month, and says, Tori, nobody is, nobody's wanting to resign and stay under wellness care. What am I doing wrong? What's your answer? Chiropractor seeing four or 500 visits a week, 150 a day is no problem, 160, 170 a day. Collecting 100 plus a month easily, every single month. And says, Tori, nobody is re-signing and continuing care. What's the problem? Is there a procedural problem here? Not saying the right thing? There's no room, there's no room for him. There's no more room for anybody. The practice is maxed out. The bucket is full and overflowing. So people have to bounce, they, they can't fit. Remember now, an office doesn't continue to grow to where you're seeing 10,000 visits a week. It grows to a certain point of how many people you can fit in the minutes that you have. This person's fitting everybody they can. Notice here, they're averaging 60 seconds a person. At 500 visits a week and in the office for 900 minutes, they're averaging less than this a minute and a half a person, and that includes new ones and reports averaged in. There's no place for anybody else to fit. It's pra- this practice is maxed out to the gills. The only hope here is to start bringing up, once you have great demand, you can bring the fees up. It's that simple. Our whole goal in Winter's Edge is to get your office running so awesome and you have so much demand, you can start to bring the fees to where they're supposed to be. And you know what the fees are supposed to be for you? 90 a visit. The typical chiropractic office visit for just a spinal adjustment right now should be 90 bucks. That's what it should be. Walk in, pay 90 bucks, I work on you and you leave. That's what it should be. There's reasons why chiropractors somehow mysteriously, the entire profession is in a time warp, and somehow they're still stuck in this, stuck in this uh, uh, $40 or $50 or $35 or $30 thing, even though that's what it was in the middle 80s. 
It's what it was in 1990. 30-plus years ago, chiropractic has stayed the same. Everything else has gone up. How did chiropractic get left behind? I'm here to change it all. That's why we have so many people collecting 70 to 100-plus a visit here. What, that's just normal. That's what it's supposed That's not high. 200 a visit is high. 90 a visit is what it's supposed to be. Everything else has gone up. All the medical doctor stuff has gone up. Getting a filling has gone up. Go to the dermatologist, the fee has gone up. Gas has gone up. But chiropractic has somehow stayed exactly the same for 40 years. You know it's true. So in this case, because there's such great demand, the the deal is we're going to bring the fees up for the initial plans and the wellness plans, it'll still be reasonable for people. Remember now, if you have a thousand people that want to come in and see you, you raise the prices until the volume comes down to the volume you want to see. I want you to really think about what I just said. I'm going to say that again carefully here. If you have a thousand people that want to come in and see you every week, and you really only want to see, say, a hundred people in a day and do that three and a half days a week, say 400 people, will you just keep raising the fee until the 400 that want to pay the most come in? That's all it is. And many chiropractors are at 500 visits a week. They got 1,200 people that want to come in. They keep their fees too low. And they don't realize they could see the same volume and collect way, way more. This is why I come in. This is why I'm valuable. I can see everything you can't see. You're stuck inside the practice. You can't see what's going on. I have chiropractors that that have never seen more than 40 people a day. They got a horrible layout, one CA. They, They take seven minutes a person and they argue with me call after call after call that if they just got more new ones, their volume would grow. They cannot see the math of, dude, if you had five people come in, it would take 40 minutes for you to see them. How do you bring any more people in during that prime time where everybody wants to come in? You don't. You could have 100 new ones a month and it will make no difference. Now, the problem here with capacity, you've heard me mention this, I'll mention it now, is the chiropractor will fight and argue and believe. I mean like with like religious levels of belief that they have more room for people because they're fooled, because there's times of the day where it's quiet in the office. They think, I'll just put more people there. But nobody wants to go there. That's why it's quiet at those times. You have to be able to see another person who's standing right next to every person who's already coming in. So if you have any times of the day where anybody is waiting, you're done right then. If they're waiting for more than just a few minutes, you now have reached your maximum volume for the week at the peak demand time. Yeah, but Tori, there's these other times that are dead. They'll always be dead. So what matters is how many people you can move when everybody wants to come in. If you had 20 people sitting there, how long would it take you to adjust all of them? 18 minutes or an hour? 
or in the case of the one person, 200 minutes, over three hours to see 20 people. It's going to take that person three hours, and I'm going to have all these people wrapped up in 18 minutes. I could go home, take a nap, eat, have lunch, come back, and see another 40 people, and the other person still hasn't got through the 20. Yeah, but they're giving quality care. What is quality care? What is, qual- what is quality care? Quality care according to who? According to you? Do you get to determine what quality care is? Or do we determine quality of care by how many referrals you get? The public determines quality of care, not you. Oh, my hamburger is the best. Nobody wants to buy it. I'm not really getting many people. But man, my hamburger is awesome. I have quality burger. Oh, they ha- their, their, their stuff is junky over there. They use these crummy buns and the pickles. and that. Yeah, but they have a line out the door. It doesn't matter. I don't care. My, my, my burger is better than theirs. Yeah, but they have a line out the door. Whatever. They're not doing it like I do it. So they suck and I'm awesome. Yeah, but they have a line out the door. Quality care is determined by the public. And our job is to deliver something that the public wants and be able to do it in such a way efficiently that we can see and help a lot of people. And we can collect a decent amount and build a great life. Now, I've got more examples to go, but I'm going to save them for another time. I want to sum this up with with one key point here. You grow to the level of how many people you can see when they're all standing there at the same time. Literally, if you had a line of 20 people standing there, all ready to go, how long would it take you? And of course, it's going to be probably twice as long as you'd say because you don't know how long you're already taking and I will promise you it's longer than you think. You think because you're talking fast and moving fast that you're getting a lot done. And no, you're just talking fast and walking fast, but you're taking more time than you need. Remember now, the effective part of the chiropractic office visit is at the point of impact, the point of crunch. So really, with an office visit, there is literally a few seconds that bring like all the results. Everything else is walking, fluff, prep, stabilization, tissue slack being taken out, whatever. It's, the, it's, like, it's like if someone actually needed a shot, the, the two seconds that it, the shot took, that's what brings the results. We don't like to use that as an example. But let's say it was a shot a shot of insulin, let's say, that the person needed to get the blood sugar under control. Okay? Why would they have a 15-minute visit when the shot takes two seconds? Why not have a 30-second visit? Hey, it's really great to see you. Let me prep this. Kabing, kabing. Okay, you take great care of yourself. I'll see you next time. There, gone. So in your chiropractic office, why, why would you do anything other than just the stuff that brings the results? Trim everything else off. We call it compressing quality. Concentrate the quality. And of course, you'll be able to serve more people. Your results will be outstanding. The energy and the intensity in your office will go up. That naturally draws more referrals because people go where people go because people go where people go. Tori out. If you're a chiropractor looking to dominate in practice and in life, learn more at winnersedgeconsulting.com.